Hey guys, we are back here on Hoopsite. I know I didn't finish the scoring champs thing for last, from like the last episode. I know it's been a while since I made my last podcast. I, I'm sorry I had to go somewhere. But anyways, back to this. So we did last episode, we did points, rebounds, and assists. That's the three major stat categories, but we didn't forget about, but we can't forget the defensive statistics and, of course, my favorite shot, the three-pointer. So, so let's start off with steals. So, I feel that many players can jump out at this statistic, and it's going to be hard to figure this out. But I think Chris Paul will hit number one because Chris Paul, he's always been a pickpocket. He's always he's led the league. I think he has in steals and assists the same season. My one of my favorites of all time. Uh, Probably the best scorer, pure scorer, and ball handler of all time. Well, not pure scorer, but probably the best ball handler ever is Allen Iverson. And um, he led the league in points, rebounds. I mean, not points and rebounds. Six feet tall. But points, assists, and steals in a season. I think... Um, Chris Paul's led it in assists and steals. I don't think he's at, he's never going to lead the league in points. But um, Chris Paul, I think he will average about two to three steals per game next season. And uh, and if he doesn't make it to the number one spot, I think the number two spot will, of course, be Stephen Curry. Pickpocket, he can pick your pocket wherever you go, but he his his um ability to make you look wherever he wants, like he can literally get you off guard, catch you off guard wherever you are. Like he can catch you off guard in a three pointer with once you decide to put three men on him, like he can knock it. He'll. Like you'll be like, he'll you'll get back on defense and you'll be waiting at the three point line and he'll pull up for a wide open shot from thirty feet and then he'll you'll be like, what? Like what's he doing? Uh, and then he makes it and you're like, okay, now I know what he's doing. So he can base if you have never played Stephen Curry or seen Stephen Curry, go ahead and look up on YouTube. Who's Stephen Curry? Stephen Curry highlights, stuff like that. Like, Steph Curry highlights are the best. Like, if you watched his um, top 30 plays of his career at the beginning, you'll be like, oh, he looks like a passer to me. And at the end, you'll be like, nope. (laughs) Because he takes shots that Trey Young would take. And um, Trey Young is... Probably my favorite rookie there is in this rookie like area, 
Um, so back on, on topic, uh, I think third place will be a tough one. But I think if Trey Young gets close to Rookie of the Year, then he might do it by getting steals. And I think Trey Young is a serious stealer. Like he's he can pick your pocket, and he him he reminds me of Steph Curry. To ESPN, it reminds him of Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know how, but he does somehow, like, buys all that stuff, and he's supposed to be, like, super good this year. I don't – some people are saying he's going to stink. Some people are going to be like, oh, he'll start scoring. But he – if he um, will never be able to score, then he's going to have to – Get his his uh mark, make his mark by his passing and his steals. Like he'll never be able to really rebound because he's six foot two. So I don't think the only player who can seriously rebound at that height is Russell Westbrook, and he's an inch taller than him. So keep in mind that he's gonna have to be like get passing soon if he can't hit his shots and. Of course, stealing. Stealing's very important. So I I think blocks is what we'll do next. Of course, you we all know that the number one guy in blocks is gonna be Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, if you look at his highlights, he he can get five blocks like easily. Like he's the one guy who if there was like you, if you all play 2K, NBA 2K18, there's like badges. I, he's got like, he's got like Hall of Fame brick wall and stuff like that. Chase down king. I don't know what it is, but he's got like super good at blocks. He's got like a really high block rating, but he can block you like if especially like no one wants to challenge Anthony Davis by driving him, especially if you're a point guard. Allen Iverson, he would challenge Anthony Davis and he wouldn't even be able to get past him. Anthony Davis is such an elite defender. I think he should have won Defensive Player of the Year this year. They didn't vote him, they voted Rudy Gobert. I don't I don't see statistically how that happened, but I guess he just, he got it. <laughs> got Defensive Player of the Year. All right, so off of that, I think second place will be Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert has been showing so much promise defensively. If you are getting guarded by Rudy Gobert, watch out. Like, I think statistically he probably shouldn't have been number one. I mean, number number one, but his, if you watch him in games, you'll be like, okay, now I understand. But I don't understand because I've seen a few plays where players like Steph Curry have challenged him and gotten him. Anthony Davis is the one player in this league who, if you're a point guard, you can't challenge him because he will block your shot. All right, so off of that, I think – Number three should go to someone like 
Andre Drummond or DeAndre Jordan. I don't know exactly who it is, but someone like that. You guys can probably guess. Maybe I'll tell you later. I think it would be uh, DeAndre Jordan, though. Um, physically, DeAndre Jordan is just much stronger than Andre Drummond. He can he can stop you a little easier. And um, Andre Drummond, I think he's been pretty close to defensive player of the year. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, I don't think he will. He has been even close, but that's probably because the only thing we can really get is blocked shots. He isn't always able to stay with his man, but um, point point guards can challenge him, stuff like that. But um, I do think he is um, able to block shots with ease, being able to, like, if if a guy, like, settles and takes a, a layup, doesn't try to move around, you just, just floats up a shot hole, slam it down to the ground. Um, he is really tough to get past, but players like Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, Damian Lillard, and James Harden can do that. So here is what I've been waiting for. I don't know if you guys have been, but this is my favorite shot in the whole game, the three-pointer. So the three-pointer has... Like, it's, like, my favorite, like, the fa my favorite thing is to see players consistently knock down the three-pointer or take it. So, I don't like seeing players go five for five. I like seeing players go five for ten because I like seeing players take tons of threes and consistently make them, not going hot. I love watching the hot streaks. I don't like watching cold streaks, so if it's like a hot streak, I'd like it to be like seven of nine or something. But um, the three-point shot uh, is pro is um, a very tough shot to make. And here are three players who I think will make it at the highest percentage. Uh, I think number one will be Dick, will be uh, Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver, you. It, you just watch him if you haven't watched him before. Go on TV next season, watch a Cavs game. I'll tell you, I mean, maybe he might get traded. I don't think so, though. He is so good at the three. His um, NBA record, I mean, the NBA record for three-point percentage in a season was set by him at 53.6%. And, uh... I think his number this season will be around 47 or 48%, but um, he has had such good numbers shooting the three ball that um, and when he gets on a hot streak, he literally cannot miss. It's literally, like, impossible to miss unless, like, because he, he is so good that he gets on so many of those streaks and um, when he's not on one of those streaks, he's consistently making it. So it'll be like, make one, miss one, make one, miss one. And he isn't, he doesn't have many of those days where he keeps missing. Like, 
Uh, he reminds me of Trevor Ariza because uh, Trevor Ariza he doesn't have many, although um, Kyle Korver is much better as a three. He doesn't have many of those days where he's missing all of them. Like he's usually hitting the three ball consistently. Or sometimes he's on a hot streak where he cannot miss, just like Kyle Korver is, all, is most of the time. And uh, so off, off of that, I'm going to tell you the second place I think will go to Darren Collison because uh, Darren Collison, he uh, shot like 47% this year. Um, I think he'll be down around 45%. But he, like, if I went to a Wizards game, so you should have seen him. So he was going between the legs, between the legs, and then, like, no, not between the legs, between the legs. But he caught an inbounds pass at the, like, there was, like, one second left for um the first quarter. And he literally just turned around, chucked it up, and it went in. It just happened to go in. Like, it was so hard to watch. It was so hard to believe because the shot was so insane. I'm surprised they haven't put it up there, showing that these other shots that are a lot easier to make, a lot easier to do than that shot. Like, they're showing spin jellies, like shots that even I could do. And uh, that shot is not one of the shots I could do. Well, at least in 20 tries, it would take me about 30 or 40 tries to make that one shot. So, um, off of that, uh, I think third place would be Clay, will be Clay Thompson because he can always find the space. Like, if you just step back, just step back and you're like three or four, like, like five feet away from him, pass it. He catches it, and he can shoot it so quickly. I think he scored, like, 60 points one time and, like, 60 dribbles. And um, it was so fun to watch. If you go up and watch Clay Thompson career and look on YouTube, say, Clay Thompson career high points, the shots that he's making, like, he's not dribbling into them. He's catching them, firing them. He, like I said, in uh, I think it was uh, conference finals, Clay Thompson lives off the catch and shoot, and he needs to get more into that off the dribble. But since he's always standing outside, sometimes even for deep threes, he can always find the space if you leave him the slightest bit open. If he can, if he can get a shot off, it's going in most of the time. I think. He, he'll shoot about 44%, and that's why if he shot the three more, like, he's probably the best three-point shooter in the league. And he, and that was so fun to watch this year. I know he didn't make, I mean, win the three-point contest, but the fun, fun thing was that when Devin Booker scored 28 points, the next guy that came up, the commentators were like, He's the one guy that can beat that score. And he came so close. He scored 25 points, which is close to Steph Curry's record of 27 points. And uh, it was pretty awesome to watch. 
So I think he'll be third third to the three point percentage champ around forty four percent. So thank you guys so much for listening. I think I'm gonna end the podcast about here. This is Hoops Hype signing out right about now. My dad will be a special guest probably tomorrow. You know, you might remember him from our first episode, Contenders or Pretenders. He's that man speaking. Um, I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. This is Hoops Hype signing out now. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.